0: Happy weekend. Hello, listeners of A Cut Above Horror Review. I'm John Richards. All right, so since everybody was so busy this weekend, we decided to bring to you our very first episode that we recorded. Uh, We talked to each other on social media, decided that, hey, let's jump in this podcast game. So the first movie that we reviewed from 2019 was The Mortuary Collection, which is an anthology, a horror movie anthology, which was... Quite fantastic. I think uh, you'll see in our review that we really, really enjoyed it. We had no direction the first time we talked. Uh, We didn't have segments. We didn't have the Hyderberg's reach-around plot, which we decided on later. Hopefully you enjoy episode number three of A Cut Above Horror Review, The Mortuary Collection, which starts right about, let's say, now. Cut my life into pieces. (laughs) We're starting up this new podcast we got hydra Berg, we got jacqueline and i'm john richards um hydra Berg, tell us what movie we are reviewing today
1: uh the mortuary collection mm-hmm. was released in 2019 it's uh, written and directed by ryan spindle and uh the one person that i know that i recognize is clancy brown that it's done. oh, yeah. And he's oh yeah excellent in it it's, <laughs> yeah. About, yeah, basically- uh, it's an anthology Mm-hmm. And it's uh, It's about bailey her uh, This one chick that kind of sneaks her way in named Sam And the uh, the mortician That's like the reach around Or the uh, wraparound story The yep. reach
0: around The reach around <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't <laughs> <laughs> <My soul is laughs> I'm gonna let him out, I, I <laughs> right. out It wasn't a porno <laughs> <laughs> The reach I around know. There you go yeah. So yeah, yeah, it was a it was an anthology, and uh, yeah, Jacqueline, you actually sent us a uh, uh, article in regards to like how to make a good anthology.
2: I Hyperbole check that out.
0: Hmm? I didn't finish 100%. it. Yeah, yeah, well, that's all right. Well, let's talk about the movie Mortuary Collection. Um, I don't know where you guys want to start. I mean, we could basically start. You know, do you want to go through the the actual anthology part or do you want to go with the wraparound or do, we'll just start from the beginning
1: i mean you could touch on the wraparound i mean they, i don't feel like the wraparound really comes into play till like the third story or fourth story i guess
0: but that'd be the fourth story yeah like i I, I tell you the- one, i'll tell you one thing i did notice is that that doctor because at first uh the first story had nothing to do with anything else it was just him telling sam slash we'll find out who she is later um a, a story about greed because like to me this movie was like a total social commentary multiple times about it's a, a
1: moral tale i feel like a lot of anthologies really
0: are it yeah, is yeah and b- but i also thought it was really a social commentary of you know um you know because that first story was that lady stole a wallet she took all the money and you yeah, know she's from she, a party and, and she's getting greedy. I mean, it, it to me it was like a like a social commentary on greed. Well, she broke
1: a Absolutely. golden rule. You don't go through someone's medicine cabinet. <laughs>
0: <That's true. laughs>
1: Absolutely. You're a guest in their house. That's personal. Party foul.
0: It was kind of weird to me though, Sam. Like right after the story says something like, Oh yeah, well, why did the octopus eat her? No, no, that wasn't an octopus. That was a did you, see
1: the, did you see the wallpaper in the bathroom? I didn't. It had like a Kraken or a big octopus fighting like a a pirate ship or some kind of ship in the water. Oh,
0: interesting.
2: And actually in the very opening kind of shots of the film when the paper boy is riding through the town on the Mm -hmm. way on on his route, uh, he he goes across this long bridge and seems to pass a fisherman's wharf or something like that. And Mm -hmm. there's some kind of crate that contains a weird tentacled creature that is not Never even noticed that, something right? that is no that is known to us
1: yeah i, I didn't awesome. see it. I like that opening sequence too
0: yeah i I, I kind of love like this yeah I love the score of this movie i mean yeah, I, I, mondo, I uh,
1: mondo boys I think it is
0: is it yeah the mondo yeah.
2: boys i yeah, thought that the a, both the soundtrack and the score I thought were outstanding and one of yeah. the most horrible things about the movie but maybe we should set up what's actually going on in this movie yeah well, I think it might be important to start with a little bit of the frame story, which is uh, we have this undertaker named Montgomery Dark. Yeah. And as <laughs> I the said, we have this young woman named Sam who makes her way to this, to this location seemingly in an attempt to, uh, to seek a job, right? But she also seems to be preoccupied with uh, a, a young boy who is who's who's died and they
1: recently they just gave
2: a funeral for him and so the whole setup for the story is that she wants to have a job there uh, but she asks the undertaker to tell her stories about some of the most memorable deaths that he's experienced because in her words she wants to know what she's getting into and so that sets up a reason for the undertaker to tell these stories uh, which I think are kind of increasingly dark and uh, twisted.
1: Uh, There's a bit of humor, though, to all of them that I really like.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, some of the some of the jokes land for me. What oh, it really is, uh, the one thing I appreciate about it, uh, about these stories was it was the commentary. I mean, it's it's hard to do an anthology and and you know, kind of the wraparounds always kind of. Difficult to do. I mean, sometimes. uh, Yeah, and like to me, like 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 for VHS. I mean, to to me, VHS is kind of that quintessential perfect wraparound, just because it had nothing. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, the second one was fine. Third one sucked, but um, you know, the way it it kind of turned it, I had a really a big problem with the end. I mean, to me, it was just kind of like, all right. You know, you kind of saw movie, Yeah. All right.
1: Well, yeah, but I, I, I would we're, say uh, we're spoiling it. We're jumping ahead.
0: Well, we're not going to spoil it yet. All but right. I mean, like seventy-five percent right. of the movie, I loved. I mean, I, I, did like the stories and everything else like that. Um, th- there were some twisties in there, which, which were pretty cool. So, <clears throat> the first story really didn't have anything to do with the mortuary. It was just more of, you know, um, it, the movie sets up. The movie or or the world is not made up of atoms. It's made up of stories. So yeah. I mean, I thought that was a wonderful setup. And yeah, and Clancy's Brown's voice is like it's smooth, like butter. <laughs> it's perfect. That the, the dude is like perfect for this tall, yeah, gangly is. gangly guy that was like he was a perfect mortician. He
1: reminded me of the tall
0: man a little bit from Phantasm. That's
2: what I'm that. He reminded me of Angus Scrim, and he also reminded me of um Fred Gwynn, Herman Munster, the original Herman Munster. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. A, the had a makeup baby. was pretty okay. good,
1: too.
0: Yeah. It did look good, yeah. I, I mean, I thought this guy was perfect for that. Um, you know, for me, the the second story was... <laughs> I call that one the cooter, to borrow a uh, price. The, the cooter.
1: The <laughs> first one I named the
0: thief. Uh, you're wearing the shirt, by the way. Oh, yeah. Cheers the straight him. straight chilling podcast. No, the, No, the... The second story, so the first one we know is a, a about a woman that's greedy. You know, she yeah. took a wallet. She took the money. She got very... uh um, She got
1: nosy in the bathroom.
0: Exactly. Don't look in anybody's medicine cabinet. I think that was a social commentary on that. Um, I really like
1: the way the monster, like, crack, cracked her in half, too, and then, like, Ooh. dragged her into the medicine cabinet. I thought that was pretty good.
0: That, that was an effective gore without all the blood, you know, yeah. because the look on her face, and I love the shot, like, right above the mirror where it was, like... Looking right at her, and she's just like getting ready to die, yeah. and breaks her in half. Yeah. This movie the, had a lot of good uh, gore.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: It, effective segment- too. Go
2: Sorry, on. go ahead.
0: No, you're you're so fine. The,
2: the thing about this segment was that um, I I didn't really see it as a complete story. There mm-hmm. wasn't really so much of an arc. I would call it more of a vignette. And so I think it was appropriate when we cut back to the frame story after the segment, and he says, "Oh, I was just warming up." Mm. he involved. wasn't
1: wasting his good stories
2: yeah but that, it, felt, it felt like a warm up you know there, there wasn't a, a huge arc she wasn't even really so much of a character we have clues as to what her character is because she's apparently stolen these wallets and is tucking the yeah. money into her bra and then she gets her comeuppance but there's no real arc you know and uh, so I I, th- I thought it was just sort of a little introductory story to kind of get the juices flowing a little bit Um, But I will say I thought it was really beautiful to look at in a weird way. Uh, And and I would continue this throughout the whole movie. I think it was really beautiful to look at. Um, Just the combination of like the color of the walls and her dress and her lipstick, the lighting isn't too bright. And so it kind of creates this really lovely effect, especially the moment where she realizes that this thing is coming out of the medicine cabinet for her and she starts to run
1: and yeah, she's running it. in
2: slow motion and it comes up from behind her and it's just i don't know it's really lovely it I gets thought.
1: like bigger too as it starts to grab her
2: yeah
0: i thought it was really cool the way they they did these vignettes in in different decades so this first vignette was the 60s the second was 70s yeah no, so I, yeah i guess it was three decades no 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 four 80s, i'm sorry 60s, yeah, it was like 50s, 60s, 70s, and then like the wraparounds in the 80s. So okay. I, I kind of yeah, love it. The second
1: it. one was sort of like Animal House vibe to it. Yeah. A little
0: yeah, bit,
2: like, yeah.
0: yeah, like 60s and I don't know. Like, yeah, it, it again, it got into the social commentary part of the movie where it was like this guy's, it, like you said, yeah, he's, it's, a it, he's a cooter i mean this guy was manipulative uh deviant um oh my god a Little date rapey yeah a little bit well no not really because I mean, this... it, there was consent
1: but there wasn't consent to pull a condom off and he tried to do it like you know pull right, a right. which
0: which turned on and the head that
1: and that's yeah that's where it gets so let's get that. into
0: that one though because it starts like, out at awesome. a college what's that yeah
2: there's a lot more meat in that one, so to speak. Yeah.
0: I like that one. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think that was actually my favorite one out of all of them, just because it was like there was some gross hilarity to it. Yeah. It it felt like whoa man, where where is this going?
1: And I think so you I kinda, like he sort of charms his last conquest in that one, you know,
0: and then he's like cursed. But you also picked up the vibe that this this woman, uh, I forgot her name. Sanders. What was her name? oh yeah sandra um she she, yeah oh yeah she she set up to where you know because even before they did their deed well how do you know i'm not a serial killer
1: yeah and 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 it was like he was supposed to be the
0: predator and her the prey but it was really the other way around right
1: well and she she used his own phrase on him about the empowerment and stuff yeah, funny. well,
0: she reaches into her purse. You don't know what she's gonna grab because yeah. she had mentioned that just before. And then she pulls it out and she's like, I want to feel empowered. Yeah. And, and then like it turns around again. He's like, Well, turn around, you know, like he's he's the guy, you know, he's he's the he's the dominant one, and then all of well, a that sudden that was he, a
1: great uh, sex montage. <laughs> <laughs> guy like, that guy could last for like I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't need one of these, yeah. I want to feel empowered. Yeah, that was, that was funny.
2: So that one, that one turned out to be like a fun kind of fantasy for you know all the guys who, you
1: yeah, know,
2: just not. I'm not saying like you know I, I have personal experience with somebody doing that exact thing to me, but you know most women I know have encountered some kind of uh, scenario where some guy oversteps some boundary or just acts like a jerk, and you kind of wish you could turn the tables on him and give them a taste of their own medicine. And this Absolutely. segment was a really nice kind of wish fulfillment fantasy well, and, for that.
1: Yeah. it speaks but, on like one night stands and stuff too, you know, like the yeah. guy ended up meeting her. He wanted to call her back yeah. because of what was going on.
0: Yeah. So was, and, and that's what I was going to get to is that that's interesting the way they did that because it was, you know, this guy was like totally, you know, it, it, it was like the biggest trope in the world of him just like, oh yeah. And then, that little squirrely guy, he cracked me up the whole time. That guy's time. voice
1: was killing me though. I was like, oh my God.
0: <laughs> I thought he was the best actor in this whole like yeah, this the... whole segment right there. Yeah. You him. know, he's just, just like this little squirrely mouse guy. They should have showed
1: him me. at the end as the guy who was on the phone with the girl the next time.
0: Like he was Oh, yeah. yeah. That would have been funny. I don't know. Yeah. I, I kind of love the way this one ended up because <laughs> his conquest of what was it, 67. And he had yeah. to put it up. Yeah, and then but, all the- uh,
1: I, I wrote down Ezekiel Dirks was the uh, the the guy's name who started the, the uh, what's fraternity. I thought that was a stupid name. It was pretty
0: funny. <laughs> Ezekiel Dirks.
2: What did you guys think of that little part of the story where something's going on? He's discovered a rash, and his friend says he's got like, like the worst it's bubble like, uh, Yeah, and so he's he's rushing out of there, you know feeling really sick and wanting to get to the doctor, and he's kind of detained by this. Little ceremony that's going yeah. on within the frat house, and that's where his, you know, water breaks. Water breaks yeah, I know. And it looked like semen.
0: <laughs> I think that was intentional. I think what yeah, it I was know. is like he just blew load all over his buddies. Um,
2: yeah, so what did you guys think about that plot point? How it kind of stopped there for a minute and impeded his ability to get to the doctor in time?
1: I think it was probably just just an attempt at some some crude humor like yeah. a gross moment
2: yeah i didn't know that it was necessarily, necessarily yeah. crucial for this for the story itself like it, why do we need this ritual you know thing but i um, know just
1: to prove that he's a dude bro yeah yeah
2: yeah so I more illustrating
1: guess. than anything the, yeah the, the,
0: the, it's just him being a bro i mean that's that all was, was one
1: was. of my complaints about this movie is it's a little long just a little bit I feel like she said you could trim some of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that part, it really didn't add anything to it. And again, like you said, I it, it added the humor to it because like they're all covered in it and then they're slowly putting them down, like looking at them like, yeah,
1: weird. we never really see what happens after that, though. They don't ask him no. about it. Like you said, he's just off to the doctors after that.
0: No, Which he's off to pretty good. He's, he's off to the parents house. where. <laughs> now, where they like,
1: reuse a lot of the actors from all the stories. And this, like right. the doctor, was the dad, the bereaving dad, I believe.
2: Yeah.
1: And yeah, the, he's in uh, three
2: of the stories. He's yeah. in all the Stories except he's for the, the first dad one.
1: later on, the babysitter one. Oh yeah, he he's in it a lot. He's the doctor and the and the uh, doting husband one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So when he gets to the house, like those are her parents, I guess.
0: Yeah, because yeah. like like as a mom saying, it's like how many times be, has this happened? Yeah. Sandra, yeah. well, it looks like a lot. Sandra, like a lot. Get down here right now. <laughs> and,
1: like their dining room table turned into like had stirrups on it or whatever they're called. for like, yeah, gynecology. It's like crazy.
0: Well, it shows you at the end, you know, because you see these like little claw things climbing up through the crib, you know, that it's happened multiple times because she actually yeah. steps on a squeaky toy and it wakes all the babies up.
1: Yeah. So and you see like yeah. a claw too. And I don't even know if all the babies are the same. Like um, also like the... The uh, practical effects are pretty good in this. Like the the forma- the transformation that he goes through mm-hmm. within the day. Like as mm-hmm. he's on the table, he's like eyes are sunk in. He looks like like he's gonna die soon. The yeah, he, he did not up, look well, purple and stuff. And then you know, the penis exploding. Pretty. <laughs> that was very that convincing.
0: That was crazy. The they exploding. Quick,
1: a quick cut to it, and you just yeah. get to see it. Ugh.
0: And then all over the the picture
1: also i have a question like what do you think the woman was supposed to be i was thinking like was she a succubus sort of like what what kind of creature would she have been she's sort of like i don't know it's like definitely a a morality tale and a a role reversal for like pregnancy and the male role and stuff like that but also like i felt like she could have. she sort of took everything from him right and it created the baby like i'm assuming he's dead after that
0: Oh, he is. And, I oh, mean, yeah, he's, he's dead. He's, like, and, then the creature, over, and like, like yeah. his guts are exploded. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. you see the hole in in his stomach that, you know, he has nothing left. So he's dead. Yeah,
2: he's done. And,
0: and the and the indication I mean, his wrong. junks all over the wall. <laughs>
2: Was or, is that
0: his balls? Get those down. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> I didn't. I didn't pause it. I should have.
0: No, yeah, no. I, I rewound that scene a couple of that. times.
2: I rewound that scene a couple of times. Like, did I just see that?
0: He oh did. yeah, he did. I, I I watched it once and it was just like, yeah. This is the no.
1: second time I've watched this movie. I watched it when it first released. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, yeah I, I I think yeah, Hydroberg. I think you're right. I think he, some sort of succubus or some sort of paranormal demonic. Yeah, thing. Right. because That's again, the one really
1: thing I started to think of what she might have been.
0: Right. Well, and again, if you look deeper into it, I, the way I look at it is, it's just a social commentary on flipping. You know, the guy going mm-hmm. like, "Well, I don't need a condom," like because she brought up something. She says, "I want." Listen, my- I'm one of those
1: guys. I hate condoms, but I would never do what he did.
0: No, exactly <laughs> right. But the thing is, my way is
1: into that, not using the condom. That's what
0: she I she gave it to him and says, "I want my independence." Or or something Her like that. And yeah. and then it came it, you know, it came full circle at the end of this segment that she she took his empowerment. Exactly. You know, yeah. so, so well, but she, he did it I want, to
2: himself. I mean, oh, absolutely. but presumably if he hadn't done that, it would have just been a fun night with a lot of she was probably cool with
1: that too. But I yeah. think she knew that he was gonna do that because she that, knew his kind of you know, the kind of man he was.
0: Right. Well, well he, that that's why he I flipped so it on his head though. That's why I flipped it on its head is that, you know, guys are like, you know, no, hey, I don't need this. I'll be fine. I'll pull out. I'm good. You know, you (laughs) know, exactly. So it's just like, you know, you take that off. That's the chance you have. And then all of a sudden she's got all these babies that her parents are taking care of. So it was like that commentary of. I kind of loved what the director did here. I like like he just flipped everything around. It's like you don't wear it you're gonna you're gonna suffer i do kind of like that it was
1: directed by the same guy the whole time so even each story had its own vibe they sort of all felt cohesive they did with some some of the anthologies jump around a little bit because there's different mm-hmm. directors
2: yeah i agree with that hyderberg sometimes it's hard to get a handle on the tone when yeah. it's all different directors and sometimes that works um, but sometimes it's just too uneven and you kind of don't know how to feel it just feels like it's all thrown together especially if the frame story is we- but yeah. here, I agree that the tone, having a consistent tone, was nice, and it created an overall mood. Like I definitely yeah have exactly a, like the cinematography,
1: mm-hmm. the editing was all yeah. like really good between them all.
2: I agree with Those that. And so you know, even if you don't love the frame story here, the whole thing as an entity, I think works.
1: And the that. um, the soundtrack it has that like surfer sort of vibe to it at times. Like I don't even. What kind of music you you categorize that as like well again
0: they did different decades so the first segment was the 50s this is the 60s this is when beach boys became big
1: like i love the music that came on when they're having sex in this one (laughs) and they play it again later when the credits roll i think
0: yeah i think so yeah Yeah, i agree I, i i think the soundtrack was fantastic um i also
1: think that the um the wraparound even if you don't like the ending as much and we'll get to that but I feel like it's definitely one of the stronger parts of this because anthologies normally have weak wraparounds. I agree. I feel like this one at least keeps you somewhat engrossed in it. Like, Mm -hmm. they don't have much, they can't do much with that, those kind of stories. Mm -hmm. I feel like they just got to take you from one way to the other and connect the the little stories. But I thought it did a pretty good job at that, even though it it used a lot of same cliches that the other movies do use, but I thought it did it well.
2: Sure. I agree. And then, then, of course, by the time we get to the end, it's not necessarily what it seems, but... uh yeah i think it, it does what it needs to do yeah you
1: know? well there's like two twists you know with her and then there's a twist to clancy bounds
0: character too mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: so the third yeah. Tale? yeah that's true i mean well I, I thought i thought everything had kind of a little twist to it i oh, thought I, I, like on. every segment every you know even the parts of the wraparound because wow. that was just kind of leading leading you into the next segment which uh, I'm just waiting for this guy to get back, and then we can talk about the third story.
2: Yeah. So the third story, is... sorry, go ahead.
0: It was heartbreaking. That third, it, that I third called segment. that one till death do you apart.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. I it think was. that's what they called it on Wikipedia or something like that.
1: Okay. Mm. That's just what popped up because also there's that part later on when they get married.
0: Yeah. Where mm-hmm.
1: he, that literally replays like a couple times.
0: This this one was darker to me, not to say I didn't love it. Oh hey, who's that?
1: That's Max.
0: Hey Max. <laughs> yeah. Um I, I I like this one. Uh I wasn't in the it. it really is. It's and a big story though. They, they they tried to make it funny, but I think if they would have leaned in more of the drama, because I did like what they did like the way they took the direction of the horror because it was it was a
1: good blend actually
0: it was like like the, these the people were madly yeah i, I love to it yeah I, I love the way the guy just is so in love with his wife like, it starts off with the dream and then like all of a sudden she stops breathing and he's he's so concerned about her I mean, it was so real and it was just yeah. like whoa in the
1: dream she starts turning into like a corpse too yeah yeah I don't even really know how long it's been yeah. since he got married to like how long he's had to when she got sick
2: mm-hmm. you yeah, know we don't know that but maybe we should kind of back up and say what this segment is about you know before really pulling it apart uh but what's going on in this one is the we, we have a husband named wendell who's caring for his sick wife carol and she's basically comatose and yeah. he has to do everything for her, like lend up all her food and feed it to her and move her around. She can sit at the table, but he has to strap her in to stay upright. And you can tell that it's really wearing on him, which I think was a really realistic portrayal of what it's like to be a caregiver, you know, a full-time uh-huh. caregiver for somebody who's incapacitated. Well, this is when
1: he just got married to her and, yeah. you know, probably envisioned a life with her. And this is what it's yeah.
2: been- well, yeah, they're not she, yeah. old. They're they're still yeah. really young. And so I mean this could be and he's trying to do the right thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Two, I mean, two or three years after marriage. I mean, she's totally catatonic. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And you can tell that it's it's really wearing on him. He runs into a neighbor in his apartment building who mentions going on a, an all-inclusive cruise. And she's like, You ever been on one New of those Beach. cruises? Yeah. yeah. And you can kind of he's he's trying to hurry away to get upstairs to his apartment, but then you can you can tell that something kind of gets into his brain where he thinks yeah that, that would be really nice um and so that kind of plants the seed i think in his mind of how much longer do i really have to do this and is there some way to get out of this and i
0: didn't get i didn't get that vibe from that though i got the oh. vibe when the doctor came over and and presented him the the pain medication if you give her too much she'll just pass away and you're it's right. Und-
2: you're right. I think it's when he's going through the bills that I, yeah. I think that shift really happens. Also, like, too, like oh. the
1: old lady, she calls him like an old man and stuff too, and he's like, "How old do you think I am?" Because he feels probably old. He's so that's like good, down and stress. and
2: you know, that's a good point because I was I noticed that and I thought, well, why does she why does she say that? She she called him old timer, and then she's like, yeah. "Oh, you and he's young you too,", too
1: to so this? he probably feels like this is my life now. Like,
2: yeah, it's probably aging him to to be in this position. Absolutely. Or ongoing basis but yeah so that he's going through these bills while the doctor's there and i mean you can tell that he's really concerned about their financial situation and i think maybe that's kind of where it really starts to break through you're right you guys are right um he's like i can't keep doing this i like i can't do this and that's when the doctor uh which seems like a serious breach of ethics to dr me, kevorkian
1: but, over here
2: <laughs> it passes on these little oh pills and goodness. says Uh, that stash, yeah, I mean, it
1: was like a mercy kill at the same time, too, because she was she's like a
2: vegetable, but yeah, but the way he suggests this idea is definitely where he says, You know, uh, here's these really strong painkillers that you could give her, and he's like, Yeah, yeah, even
1: reiterates it when he doesn't understand, he's like, No, I'm telling you,
2: (laughs) they can't be traced. Well,
0: and the thing was, is that like he also did mention you know uh you know she's she's doing good she's doing well well what do you mean is she gonna come out of it N- no she's got about a year left to live um, yeah i wrote
1: down that she's not getting better nor worse she's just like
2: stable yeah yeah i mean doing well i guess in that scenario means well she's not actively dying she's maintaining yeah. you know strong vital signs but that doesn't mean she's she's getting better and so i think that's kind of extra crushing because it. There was, there seemed to be a little
0: moment where he had a glimmer of hope. Oh, she's yep.
2: Oh, absolutely. No, but no.
1: In this story, I sort of saw that the the pills they're sort of like the monkey's paw of this story. Yeah. You know, like he took them, and then it didn't go the way as planned, right?
2: Oh no, oh, yeah. it did not.
1: No, so it was sort of like I saw it as like a monkey's paw. He got the offer that seemed too good, you know, to get out of his situation, but yeah, he definitely didn't deliver. Yeah. And also, before we get going more, I I said it in the chat. I saw this. This guy looked like Bob to me, like yeah. a heavier Bob from <laughs> Channel. And then she said, "G baby," which is I could see that too. So yeah. <laughs> that's his G baby
2: had a Bob baby. Oh <laughs> my god!
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would be this a character. Bob huh? baby. But <laughs> nice. can we crazy. talk about the they, scene? He was- he
2: was- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say, can we talk about the scene where he actually does give her the pills, like her actual yeah, with, death? With the hair? Scene? That was heartbreaking. I thought it was oh, gnarly going on here. Yeah, I I that's I some agree. of the
1: comedy that I like though. It was like like when she fell, it was comedic, you know, but it was dark. Yeah,
0: what, it was what, a lot what, of things all wrapped up just, in Jenny. Just before that, just before that, because he bought her that that it changes uh, the hair. hair, the Asian hair, right? Yeah. And it's a, like this metal thing, and she's just He's like, I know it helped you in your childhood. And it was just like, like this had a heart. I was like, wow, yeah. you know, a horror anthology with this was fantastic. That's why I like this, there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And different. then he goes, well, you know, give me a sign. Give me a sign that you're there. Now, and like he gets so angry. And it was like, again, that was a heartbreaking thing. Another social commentary is like, you have a family member, you know, a loved one that's comatose, and all of a sudden you got to make this decision. You've got, you've got the blue pill, you got the red pill. So the red pill is going to kill them. You know, the blue pill is going to, you're going to keep on your course, right?
2: Yeah.
0: He took the red pill, and <laughs> everything went to shit. Yeah, yeah, but then he so,
2: changed his uh, mind. Well, because well, she so what happens yeah. is he gives her the pills and you can that part really ripped my heart out. Cause yeah, it feels really final, like he's doing it. And then he sees her hand move and then he's like, is that when she grabs his arm? Like yep. she yeah,
1: like, so. wanna grab it his was arm. The sign He was looking for.
2: Yeah, but then he but the pills are already down. So then he's desperately trying to get her to vomit these pills up, get them out. Un- unbuckles you know, un- her. yeah, unbuckles, that's important unbuckles yeah. her, he's trying to reverse what he's done. Um, that moment was such a great there, that was such a blend of pathos of this heart wrenching scene, but then brought the horror right back out when she mm-hmm. grabbed his hand. That scared I jumped when that so, happened, me too. Uh, so I love that blend. I was like, all right, you know, you got me in my feels, and then you make me jump. Um, and he's trying to get these pills out of her, and it's just like this domino effect of bad things. So he gets her to vomit it up, he sits her in the chair, he's kind of recovering, and then she falls down on the table and oh. it's a little flight. Right into the hair. It's, but you don't know that if, I didn't yeah. know that at first. At yeah, least.
0: you thought she just you landed on the table like bumpers. The they show something. the back of her.
2: Yeah. i i, go, I, I oh, do gotta sorry, say before i'm sorry, sorry i'm sorry you know? yeah
0: before before we move on it, it's like normally vomit like grosses me out like when you see that but to me it was just like it, it took me out of of uh, being grossed out and like oh my god he's really trying to save her you know he well, it was re-
1: yeah it was relieving to see her uh vomit up the pills yeah, were- yeah like he regretted yeah, it
0: immediately relieved. it's like oh my god she's still alive let, let me help her yeah i forgot to put the <laughs> strap back on and
2: yeah when so at first you think it's just like oh she bumped her head but then when he pulls her up and that hair is impaled it's, on her uh, forehead i literally went ah!
1: and it was big too it was like yeah it was i mean right, like
2: half right. of her forehead was demolished
1: yeah totally later on too when it when it comes out <laughs> that's gnarly that scene too
0: yeah. well, he he Both dropped her he dropped her again, and it went farther into her head. And then he goes, "I know that's what I—that's
1: what I'm saying." I love the blend of like dark humor and like yeah. a slapstick horror. And right. he's like playing right. it really straight, you know. Mm-hmm. I felt like this actor is pretty good at like the straight emotions. I, like you felt for him for a little bit, except for what he does, you know.
0: I thought he was great. I I, I did get a laugh out of him calling the doctor, and as dark as it was, <laughs> the doctor goes. You know what get rid of the body hopefully the sharks take care of it and don't call me again click
2: well i would say this is my one quibble with this segment is that if if he had called the police at that moment instead of the doctor i think that he would have been been in the queer. Mm-hmm. I mean, the granted, there would have been a story there, but it didn't look suspicious. I don't think I don't think anyone would have suspected him of killing her because of the hair. I mean, it, do, it just doesn't look that way, you know? And so I think he could have been home free if he had just caught to it from the yeah, beginning, yeah. especially because the doctor said the pills don't leave traces. And so it would have been just been kind of an open, shut case of an accident, you know, her falling on this thing and it, you know, it, Trump
0: I, left, I left her for a second. You know, I I, I forgot to I forgot strap to buckle her, in. her in.
1: Yeah, yep. exactly. She choked on
0: her food.
2: Yeah. I
1: resuscitated her and then I went to go get like a napkin and she fell on the hair. Yeah.
2: And so that was the only thing I was like, ah, would he really have done what he did? I don't know if that's totally believable nor was it a wise choice no. for him. Uh, but then there's, you know, there's no story.
0: <laughs> but that, so that critiques- adds... Good, good, good. Well, then he
1: proceeds to what? Try and put her into a suitcase, right?
0: The bridal, the bridal case. Yeah, like like he pulls. You know, again, it's like because now you're taking out of the emotion, right? Because this is like horrific. Because you see blood and like whatever he blended up and what they were eating all over the table. So this is this has become horrific, and then it takes. And that was my problem with it. Is it took you out because he's looking at the book and he's feeling emotional. He's looking at all these pictures of when they bought the first house and when they got married, when they got engaged. Because you see it later on, but then all of a sudden you're taken out of it because <laughs> then he goes to get his ham cutter or his meat cutter
1: yeah.
0: to slice her up. Yeah,
1: to but put I think her in this some subtle like nods towards his love to of her and his marriage, like with the ring and everything like that.
0: Well, the, and, like, yeah, that I, I mean, he didn't take off his ring until they got to the elevator, but like what, when, you know, he was getting ready to put her in, he's just, he's looking at the book, but I was actually taken out by then because then like the horror kicked in. I was just like, okay, give me more gore. I'm ready. Yeah.
2: So there, like the, the emotional part is kind of done with. And from there on, it's really a practical problem. Like how do I solve this problem of getting this corpse out of my house? And uh, without getting, you know, tons of blood everywhere. And um, so then it's, so then it just turns into, like, you know, a gore fest. So well, dismemberment and stuffing her in the suitcase. And then he's trying to get her down this ancient elevator, which, I, like, I inferred that the elevator had somehow been the source of her catatonia, some kind of accident. Did you see how every time
1: catatonia. something was happening, there was, like, lights flickering and stuff? There were a couple of times where the lights flickered. Yeah, I not if it was just because the building was old, or if it had anything to do with like her being dead now.
2: Yeah, I believe it was like a little hint, uh, you know, a little like clue that we're supposed to.
0: And Jacqueline, you might be right about that about about her trauma of what happened to her, but he did mention to the older lady that you know he he doesn't like elevators, and then the lights are flickering, and he's getting ready to take this case downstairs. And the lights are flickering. He's like, oh, boy. You know, I hope it doesn't happen. And, you know, he's, he's sitting there freaking out. So, like, he obviously has this, you know, th- these delusions of, you know, what's happening with this case. Because I I, that Italian neighbor was like, could you hold no elevator? Hold, hold it. it. No, you wait. <laughs> and then. You know all of a sudden at the end of the segment and we can talk more about it but at the end of the segment he's just sitting there like holding on to his 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 wedding album you know saying uh what was it you know uh tell death do you part tell death do you part or whatever
1: yeah
2: yeah so he clearly so he he clearly sort of fantasized or imagined or hallucinated this scene within the elevator where yeah it was like he, he looked down the Yeah, he definitely snapped, and there's blood pouring out of the elevator. I mean, just tons of it. He's slipping on it, and then the elevator starts. You know, it it was originally moving really slow, and then it starts rapidly falling. Yeah, I like that scene. Oh, I thought it was great. And the drops
1: of blood start rising up, and
2: yeah, it turns into a zero gravity. It was like a fever dream sort of thing. I loved it. I thought it was surreal and like
0: beautiful like
1: John, it wasn't really happening that's the thing he was really just trapped in an elevator i
0: understand i i like the look of the wife it was almost like
1: I, a telltale I, heart where he was like it was like his guilt and everything exactly
0: yeah. right and i like the look of the wife the way she just like like you know just became this zombie she looked movie. weird it was like a little yeah. cartoony but it looked I, cool I, I like that i just it, it was like the whole scene was just like okay. and then she
1: like takes the ring oh. and puts it back on yeah. his hand like yeah. i thought
0: that was cool i loved
2: it i love that whole part i'm sorry you
0: don't like it though. no Uh, it is john's just
2: not he's not
1: a romantic
0: i'm not i'm really not
2: (laughs) i just thought it was so dark and surreal i I loved it i did like i liked it better i think
0: the second time saying it yeah maybe i gotta watch it again but yeah that wasn't my favorite scene
2: oh that was my whole favorite segment of the four definitely because of the mix of emotion and horror and a little i mean i don't want to say comedy but
0: yeah, I, I, I did love that. that I, I, I thought I thought the director did well as far as blending that. I thought it was fantastic. You know, and I actually love the way it wrapped up, you know, the way it was just like, you know, because we went back into the wraparound of you know, the more uh the, the mortician saying, you know, he, he went to an insane asylum, that's where he was. <laughs> it's hilarious because now, then, when the- they
1: show him in the elevator, was her body even in there? Like do they even because they painted like I, I was wondering so. did he even did she die at all or did she did he end up cutting her up at all because he was I just with too the wedding album. he so
0: had he had blood on him yeah on uh, but dress. you didn't see it all over the floor so yeah right. I think it I, I think it was his imagination maybe like she was tr- off to
1: the side in the in the case.
0: Well, maybe yeah. she was already dead or, or maybe she was still on the table, but he had blood yeah. on her as if she had just passed away. Like, like, like yeah. she fell on that and he got blood on her, but he didn't do all this stuff. He went to the elevator and that was his guilt of leaving her right there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I agree. But yeah, Heidelberg, I wondered that too for a minute when they found him at the end and he was just muttering to himself. I thought, oh, was this whole he just thing happening? Yeah. But yeah, when I saw the blood on his shirt, I thought, okay, yeah. Okay. She, he was just imagining the the really surreal stuff at the end. And
0: that, w- that was it because he actually grabbed the wedding photo or, or grabbed the wedding album of of all the pictures and he's holding on to it. And it's the same blood that he had. So obviously he neglected her, or he tried to let her pass away with with what the doctor gave her. Yeah. By the way, that that doctor, oof. that mustache. I think you should lose
2: his license <laughs> and the yeah, mustache.
1: Maybe. Yeah,
2: do dead giveaway.
1: I, don't know. I uh, show back to the mortuary when they go back to the reach around or whatever you want to call it. The frame <laughs> story.
0: The reach around. Um,
1: I like. I like. I really like not a the porno podcast. podcast. I know. It's adult though. This is an adult podcast.
0: Okay, fine.
1: Fuck it. it be. Go. <laughs> um, yeah, you're not on the radio anymore. You curse. Yeah. Um, I just like the atmosphere of the uh, of the mortuary, like the uh, just the set design and everything. It felt lived in.
2: That I felt like it had its
1: own story to tell. Like we could have seen more about it.
0: Yeah, it, it, it yeah, it was like a museum or or like a, almost exactly. Like a maze. You don't spend
1: a long time in it, but I felt no. like
0: it. It did. Pretty I agree. Well. Yeah, I thought so the. I asu-
2: go ahead, John
0: no, no, go, go ahead, ahead, Jacqueline.
2: So, I actually think that this would be a great franchise to explore more aspects of this town of Raven's End because, uh, in the opening shots, especially, you get this bird's eye view of the whole town as the the paper boy is going on his route, and you get this sort of Stephen King
1: Castle Rock, right?
2: Yeah, definitely, or Stranger Things, and you kind of get the sense that there's something wrong with this whole town, yeah. And it seems like there could be endless opportunities for more stories to be told about it, even outside of an anthology format. Maybe I don't know, but um, it seems like there's there's a lot to be mined there that that this director could could okay. do in the future. Um, that, really that would like, be probably pretty, yeah, cool like, de- like a castle rock, like you said, definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah, th- throw it on Hulu. You know, call call it the mortuary collection. But like each week, they release something new, like a half hour, forty minute just short of you know it yeah. uh, started off with freaking Clancy Brown just narrating it or even even if they continued on with with who becomes What the was new- the name of the town again? Raven's Raven.
1: Yeah, so yeah, like Raven's if it was End. like Raven's End Tales or something
0: like
1: that or yeah. the was just a part of that and there's yeah. other juju going on in the town because what's up with Clancy Brown's like character when we get the reveal Yeah. Mm-hmm something's up with the mortuary itself or whoever has to run it. Like it's yeah.
0: like Kirk. Yeah, I guess. We, yeah. We never get the answer to that. So then we, uh, we go back to the mortuary. So and he takes
1: her downstairs. With yeah. The Cause
0: like the whole thing in between the wraparounds is, is, uh, you know, a tour of this place and, and given the history of this, and tell about
1: him, the
0: job that she wants. Yeah. Tell, <laughs> tell the stories. And then we go to city babysitter murders.
1: All right, so Which, she seems really interested in the in the kid that passed away and the the wraparounds. Like actually, yeah, progressively through, through the whole thing,
0: through the whole thing. And before
1: yeah. we start on this tale, the Babysitter Murders is actually the name of the movie that this uh, director made in 2015. He wrote and directed. Oh,
0: the short, yeah, and it yeah, starred
1: yeah. the same chick, um, yeah. uh, Caitlin C- uh, C- uh, Custer, who played mm-hmm. Sam. She was mm-hmm. the lead in that. Because I saw like some poster art for another movie that looked so similar to this poster art. And then I looked at yeah. it. I looked it up, and it turned out in 2015 he made that movie. Mm-hmm. So this is sort of like an homage to one of his earlier films, which is pretty cool, I thought.
0: Yeah, and it was really meta to me. I I kind of love the way they. I
1: love the meta in this.
0: Yeah the the way they they started this when out. And they
1: wipe from yeah from the serial killer movie that they're watching in the, into in the TV. Did awesome. you not
0: love that? I mean, I love that. Time. I love
1: the blending of every like. I love the scene later where sh- there's like the killer's in the house and like, it's doing it again. And the audio from the TV is playing, but it's yeah. showing what she's doing in the movie. So I thought it was really cool the way they did that.
2: Yeah, is yeah, that when she's way- sitting up after being like knocked yeah. out on the yeah. TV, the girl in that movie
0: yeah, is sitting up? Yeah, I just really
1: love the way they were mirroring each other.
0: That was super cool. Very or, or they're walking away from the killer, and the killer opens his eyes, and it, it's like, yeah, I yeah. Mean, like to me, this was. And fantastic. I thought
1: the editing was really well done in this this one, especially. Yeah. Definitely. Like when she's cooking and preparing the food and stuff, and just like, you know, the soundtrack kicks in.
0: It, yeah. They could have got rid of that dance mo- montage, though. I mean, she was. Just uh, like, I, I enjoyed it. I, she was cute. She and was- I, I felt like that just shows her
1: that, like, she's at home here. She's the babysitter. You know what I mean? But but nobody
0: can eat that much food. I mean, she had like two steaks out there. She was cutting onions and like everything Yeah, but we find
1: out later it's, you know, it's not your normal steak.
0: (laughs) It's a child.
1: (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: Tender white meat. (laughs) Oh, gosh.
2: Yeah. So the twist in this one was so... I actually went back and watched this one twice. Once I found out what was going on, I was like, okay, hang on. I need to go back to the beginning and see if this like holds up to the reality that they've created um so should we just go ahead and talk about like what yeah well so that like
1: go the ahead. news comes on and they're talking about like a killer on the loose very cliche by the way that news reporter was the most unkept news reporter i've ever seen
0: who's sitting there smoking a cigarette he had a 10 psh- o'clock oh, wait, shadow telling the news that during that the apocalypse
1: or something like that it was just a did you out. notice
0: the cop on the, what
1: was left side of the was, screen? He was the, son, he was the uh, husband from the, he, w- the he was fire. the husband
0: from previous one. Yep.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: So, so one cop was talking, He's like,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was the, just the, the yes man.
0: Oh, go ahead, Jacqueline. So, so finish <laughs> with so, that.
2: So, so yeah. So, we, you know, we find out the twist at the end, which is that Sam or let me rephrase it. So Sam the is the babysitter, girl. really. In the well, story, so the blonde right? girl that we see dancing around is not really Sam. No, Sam she's the is killer on the guy. Yeah, she's the killer. And the guy who we're led to believe is the intruder there is actually Sam the baby. So I take
1: it he was like, he was captured and he got loose during yeah. the story. No, and no that's he's, he's he'd already been hurt because
2: she already yeah. messed him up. Yeah. yeah. And she
1: had already, you know, we find out later she had gotten to the kid already. Well, yeah. her
0: name was actually Charlotte, so...
2: Right, yeah. Charlotte Gilbert or something like that. But back in the like
1: wraparound, her name is Sam again. Yeah,
2: yeah she's calling herself Sam, yeah. but that's just her, you know, ruse. Um, so I went back and I watched it again to see, like, okay, knowing what I know now, does this reality hold up? In other words, like, is the real Sam actually acting the way you would expect somebody who's been babysitting and then attacked? Would you expect them to it's, act? head trauma
1: is then- enough, maybe
2: yeah and then is Charlotte you know the the girl is she behaving the way that we would expect somebody that we now know is really the killer to behave and I have to say in my opinion the results were questionable or like a mixed bag Mm -hmm. um there were things that I didn't quite think fit and I thought maybe they cheated a little bit so the way that he's like I'm not in my house where am I and She's trying to help him. Like she tries no. to you kind know, of touch his wound. I'm like, she wouldn't do that if she's. Do the you think killer. any of
1: that was intentional? Because it was her telling the story now, and not Clancy Brown's character, because he was good at telling stories. And now it was her turn to tell a story, so maybe it wasn't maybe, as connected.
2: Maybe, maybe so. I doubt <laughs> it, it. though. You're probably felt, right. It, it felt just like a cheat. Oversight. It kind of felt like it was meant to lead us astray. And why, if she's telling the truth anyway, why would she? It was a red herring. With... sound better. Yeah. So eh, mixed results for me. But the scene where she finally. Uh, you know, pushes him down the stairs and then drops the TV on his. Welcome
1: stage. to primetime, bitch. Kill. That's what I <laughs> well, was thinking.
2: That was one of yeah. It's just, it's, it's, the, the cracking noise that his head makes
1: when she pushes him and he hits that first step was like, it was, it was a good sound effect.
0: You want to talk about practical effects, though? Like when she yeah. drops the TV on his face. Oh, yeah. I love and then
1: that. when they pull it off, like it was pretty good. It was nice. Yeah. was like
0: all smashed in, and you're like, oh, that looked
2: good.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. And, and again, know, like it's I, I, the whole
1: time they keep doing that overlap with the horror movie, like I just I couldn't get enough of that for some reason. Like, well, I, I love,
0: like, I, I love the way they brought that in where where the parents actually got into the house. And, and they have like, that Marvel it's,
1: like I wrote down an epic Marvel fight like in the bedroom, <laughs> yeah. which tries to mislead them where the kid is.
0: Oh, that was kind of rad. I mean, I, I love the the lightning effects that they were doing because the light, the yeah, and they just like beating the out. crap out of each other. That was fantastic. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that was a good scene.
0: But yeah, the parents come back in and they see Sam. They're like, "It's Sam, the babysitter." Yeah, and you're like, "Oh my god, the twist!"
2: Yeah, well, I did not see that coming. That's what you?
1: I was gonna ask. Did you see it coming, and did you like it?
0: I kind of didn't I see kinda, it coming. I kind of, I kind of felt it was coming. That she, she was not as good because the one also thing the, that
1: could lead you, I think, was that it was her character and she was also in the wraparound. So, you know, something's probably going on with her.
0: Yeah. And that that's, point. and I, I think we're so jaded with horror movies now that, that you well, kind of see that totally no But she, she also did mention just before she kicked into her story, she says, in real life, the bad guys always win. Yeah. So, but he a, also
1: tells her that, like, every action, basically, people like, yeah, there's consequences to it. And that's what you those know. stories are about, you know? No, no absolutely. Either. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I didn't see it coming, but I did like it. I just felt like it was a little bit cheated. That's all.
1: Yeah, it was a little ham-fisted.
2: Yeah. But I, I, you know, I don't, it's not a deal breaker for me.
1: No. And I then did, there's like, the next twist, I feel like, when we get so... back to the wraparound.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Where she like
1: betrays him and stabs him.
0: And he's loaded with um, embalming fluid. And it says
1: why she's actually there is to get yeah. a tooth from the kid. Yeah. Because she takes their teeth. Yeah. Yeah. After eating yeah. them, I guess.
0: Well, you saw that in like the paper at the beginning of the kid that was delivering papers and he said like tooth fairy. There's a lot of missing children. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Tooth fairy to something the and then
0: And yeah. also, yeah, it was like uh,
1: I like when the parents do check where the kid is and they look in the oven and you just kind of see like a rib cage it. it's like it was pretty Graphic. (laughs) I want to
2: say that I, something that I appreciate about that segment that it was not graphic in. Depicting the death oh, of the child, not which at is all. something that I'm sensitive to these days, having kids. You don't I even know the kid's dead up until
1: the last minute,
2: right? And so I, I would I would have had a really hard time with a whole protracted, you know, murder scene of a child. And you know, I feel
1: like that sort of makes it worse, though, because like after you're like, oh shit, the child's been cooked, then you're like, oh wait, that meat, that meal she was prepping, the whole grinding the meat, like, oh,
2: you start thinking mm, about filling in the,
1: the details and <laughs> like what she did to that poor kid.
2: I'm fine like with that cuz I can, I get to kind of not think about it that hard but if I yeah, had you to actually it. yeah if I had to actually graphically see you know a kid struggling or crying or screaming trying to get away that would that would That was be tough. This story
1: was told in modern times that one? That was supposed to be like now.
2: Well, the TV like looked or cool.
1: was this like the 80s sort of. Where it was 80s.
0: still the 80s. I mean, again, they did. not I find it hard to believe decades. that a woman
1: her age nowadays wouldn't be vegan. Like she'd be a cannibal. <laughs> 23 years old. It just doesn't seem believable.
0: You'd but be the dead guy in the 60s on that second segment. Hey, man, I'm not a cooter. <laughs> I mean, we all uh, have yeah. a little cooter in us. But. Sometimes. Um, OK, so we do the wraparound. Uh, so we go back to the mortuary. She stabs, uh, what whatever his name was, Clancy Brown. But that guy Montgomery was Montgomery awesome. Dark. Yeah, there you go, Montgomery but that Dark. I
1: wrote down. Then he flips it on a Krusty Krab style.
0: <laughs> it does. Yeah. So yeah, he turns it around, um, kind of just laughing. This this went on too long for me. Like the kind of chasing around and just laughing. Oh, it would then have he been reveals
1: gr- to her about the books.
0: Yeah. I mean, that would have been like, again, you know, it's her like jumping outside. No, I'm not jumping outside. I'm back in this hell that I'm supposed to be in.
1: Yeah. It's just and to it, show you that there's like, there's no getting out of there, but like, you're right. It was a little too long.
0: Yeah. It was like a Looney
1: Tunes cartoon.
0: Yeah. She goes into the library. He's like tapping his cane and all these books start coming that out. That reminded so,
1: me of Phantasm as well.
0: A little bit. Yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah. God so- damn. He,
0: he did look like the, the freaking tall man. Oh my gosh. He really did.
2: i I imagine that was yeah i think
0: they were trying to invoke that a little bit
2: yeah um but yeah so we we find out that it's full of embalming fluid so presumably there's something about like remaining inside this mortuary that you know allows them to kind of keep living after allows him to keep living after death you know with a magical juju uh because she's trapped in there now he he, he reveals
1: that like the stories
0: in there are all like victims basically and yeah, well, he yeah, it, well, it actually says that, that, that you, w- you wouldn't believe how many stories are about you. Yeah. You know, and then, and then all the, the victims he's come tapping. out, the children come out yeah, and like all, overtake her. Right. All these books are falling and then the pages flip open, and, and then you see these charred children that she had and killed. When they,
1: when they bite her, they take like a, t- it's like a tooth for a tooth almost.
0: Yeah. They I take
1: their teeth back from her.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the last kid, that the, the Logan kid, um, you know, puts his tooth back in, and then it cuts to him. It cuts to him, right? And he's doing like, her. Like,
1: Yeah, he's doing his, like, last few more arrangement. You don't know that it's definitely her, but yeah, you assume it is, I guess, true. right? That's true. Yeah, you assume it is. And yeah, then also, he, it looks like I wrote down... That he's getting his orders in affair, and then I said strike that reverse it, because I wrote it wrong. But he's getting <laughs> affairs in order almost, you know, he's tidying up, he's doing things, he's getting his paperwork together for her because you find yeah. out
0: that I thought that was a cool scene though, like where he yeah. steps outside, he puts his cane out there, and then he steps outside, and then all of a sudden it's just like he rapidly okay.
1: ages and explodes like yeah. Indiana Jones. <laughs> like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. And then and you then cut to her, like right, right you know, after Franken- that, she gets standard.
0: off off the table and she's like she's got like so Franken- she's like
1: is that her body cut up or is it multiple bodies put together? That's what I
2: wasn't sure
0: of. No, he he, he put her, her back her. together. Yeah, yeah he yeah, just took her. her
1: organs out and bombed her or whatever,
2: and yeah. then yeah. Yeah. so now it's so, time for her tenure to begin and things is over.
0: The cycle the cycle yeah, no, lives she's on. like
1: the permanent mortician. Yeah. So, so then they yeah. cut to her having told a tale, I guess, to the, the little kid. From the, beginning. from the beginning, yeah, right.
0: Like, he, like he's like, a little journalist because he's taking notes.
1: Yeah, like, oh yeah, interesting. Another kid being a little nosy. Don't be nosy. That's what it's teaching you. And then she traps him. She closes the door on him and tells him that she's going to serve dinner or whatever.
0: You don't know that, and it, it's like I was hoping you would stay for dinner, and then yeah, and you know that she was a black. cannibal
1: when she was alive. So
0: yeah,
1: yeah. she likes children. It's not good news. Then it cuts, and then the music comes on, which is pretty. This, the creepy music, and then it cuts to like the Mondo Boys again, which
0: I really like That I did they too. Did a good I, job. Soundtrack was awesome. All right, guys. Uh, did we miss anything on this movie?
1: I mean, maybe, but I think we covered um, all the most important right. stuff.
0: Let's start with Jacqueline. Uh, we're well, gonna do this a, a zero out of 10.
1: Do you want to talk about like any pros or cons or anything? Or anything?
0: Well, I think we do with the review things you like, things you didn't like. All right
2: yeah what were you gonna say oh well so i was gonna talk about how i would rate this movie so uh for me the 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 pros were mostly good storytelling um really really beautiful beautiful visual style uh very evocative and memorable soundtrack absolutely Uh, the practical effects excellent practical effects like it satisfied my desire for gore because at the when it when it first started just kind of seeing the opening shots, it seemed uh, a little whimsical, and I thought, is this going to be kind of marketed towards like teens or you know yeah. something like that? Is this going to be kind of a like almost family horror type thing? And but the, the level of gore, you know, allayed those fears for me. Um, so I, was for like, the, okay. I don't know what the budget
1: was, but it, they did a really good job with this movie. I feel like <laughs> okay. for what it, was. it didn't yeah. seem low budget. You know?
2: Yeah, it, but it really exceeded my expectations and you know, it reassured me that they were gonna deliver the gore. So, um, so yeah, the atmosphere created gore effects, a lot of great acting in it. I think that the yeah. Wendell in the third story, I thought his acting was maybe the best in the whole movie and I thought he really sold it. Um, I, I kind of already talked about a couple of my drawbacks along the way, you know, certain things that didn't totally convince me or that didn't totally work i have to admit i didn't love the actress who played sam throughout most of it
1: yeah um, i can see that just you know not very likable
2: yeah i didn't I, I wasn't like i didn't really care about her as a character and she doesn't really have very much of a character until the fourth segment um yeah. so yeah you know a, a few little negatives there but overall Nancy really brown stopped. definitely
1: carried those scenes i feel like for me
2: Definitely. Chancy, he was great. I mean, he could have co- sort of come off as corny, and he didn't for me. Yeah. No. So uh major thumbs up for him. So I could also see myself re-watching this every year, you know, in the in the fall. It kind of yeah. has that move to it that, that kind of gets you all feeling Halloween. Mm-hmm. So I would give this, uh, I'm going to say 7 out of 10 Exploding Dicks. <laughs>
0: Okay. that's a good one. did you know that clancy brown was actually a producer of the movie too no oh,
2: nice. cool. yeah good for him. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah he definitely seemed involved like it wasn't just like a job to him i feel like he definitely he chewed the scenery a little bit he was like he definitely looked like he enjoyed playing this character
0: no yeah. absolutely hydropower how are you feeling about the movie buddy
1: uh, i'm feeling really similar to jackie um to me my i mean sorry jacqueline uh I think most of the uh, pros are definitely the same. I like the opening sequence. I like that retro trapdoor opening to it. Like it looks like an older movie. Um, Definitely liked Clancy Brown. The soundtrack was really good. Uh, The gore and just, it had a great tone, I think the movie. And it went through each story pretty well. Mm -hmm. I think maybe because it was written and directed by the same person too. So it had that cohesion. Uh, The color palette and the cinematography and the editing, I really liked. Um, I really liked the humor too. I thought there was some decent humor. It wasn't overly. Yeah, but not
2: too much. Like it it wasn't enough to make it, you know, less dark or. Slapstick. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I agree. Sorry, give me two seconds. We'll cut this out.
1: Yeah, whatever. It's a (laughs) trial run. People have dogs. I can understand. Also, right. um, one of my cons are I just i thought it was a little long like it could you could have trimmed the fat a little bit mm-hmm. and uh it was like a little unbalanced just like with that first story being a little rough it was just short i would have liked a little bit more of that first story to be honest if you were going to make the movie longer i would have rather seen more of that maybe like what yeah. her was even if that was a shorter story it was really short
2: Rem. i agree yeah to flush that out a little bit more
1: but overall, like for an anthology, I thought it does a really good job. Like it's a memorable anthology. I'm definitely going to put it up there with like the creep shows and the VHSs. Because some of those anthologies, you want them to be good. I really like them.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: sometimes they feel really scattered and not that that good. There's maybe one story that you like in them sometimes. And I thought it a sort of really good oh, no. uh, I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10 Exploding Dicks.
0: <laughs> exploding Dicks.
1: Yeah, I'm just going to give it a little, a, a half bump over. <laughs> My, it's Just trying weird. to one
0: up be a Jacqueline. That's all. Yeah, it's that's a all he's doing. Lengthier
1: than yours. Which turns do a
0: contest? Uh, yeah. I it's mean, really... if they
1: didn't have Clancy Brown, I definitely would have bumped it down.
0: But yeah, for sure. Unless for sure. It out a
1: lot. Well,
0: yeah, wait, I, you I, 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 I can't disagree with you guys more, or, or I, I agree with you guys totally. Uh, I thought the first segment was really weak. Um, it was kind of yeah, fun way to start it off. It almost felt like. Uh, H.P. Lovecraft a little bit, yeah. You know, with the tentacles and stuff like that. You know, the fact that it was a kraken or maybe Cthulhu or whatever it might have been. Um, it was a good way to start the movie. I thought the wraparound was fine. I agree. The Sam character was the weakest to me. Yeah, um, she was. I thought I thought the the woman that played the wife of playing catatonic like she did. Man, we didn't talk about that, but she did so You're right. Well. That's not Just, an easy role. No, no, just sitting there. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, she can make, she can make like little sounds of like trying to speak to her husband, made it more effective to me. And you know, the fact that there there was one point at the beginning of the segment where, you know, you sound, it's almost sounded like she was trying to communicate with her husband, but she just, she, she spit up a little bit and Jacqueline, you know, like having children spitting up, but tears are coming down her eyes because she's trying to communicate with her husband and it's just like like to me that was really effective to me the second story was awesome i just thought everybody yeah, killed funny.
1: it funny
0: it, it was like you didn't know which way that was going you didn't i mean because this guy's like like very charming guy that that yeah. he was just like hey listen i'm all about this and he never he never gave in that like you said i he's not a he didn't give in that he was a cooter, but he totally was.
2: Yeah. Well, his actions. I think he signaled that early. I, he, he did.
0: Was, uh, he did. But he also was like very smitten with the, with what's her name? Yeah. And uh, yeah, Sandra. He was
1: smitten until the deed was done. And then when she left her number, he like wiped it away. Mm-hmm.
0: That's true. That's very yeah, true.
1: He, he was just trying to get laid.
0: Yeah. Oh, there you go. But it's to me, it was a lot of fun. You know, it's just I, I kind of like the role reversal of you, oh, know, I love that. you don't wear protection, you know, you can get pregnant and the guy got pregnant and his dick exploded. Um, you know, the third one I, I I loved the the wraparound story itself, the babysitter killers was awesome. The end just seemed really cheesy to me. I mean, as far as these little demon children, which I understand why it happened. He explodes. She becomes a new uh, mortician. Uh, I, I, I had a lot of fun with it. I was never bored, but I think I'm going to sit at a seven out of 10 exploding dicks.
1: Oh, okay. I thought you were about to go lower.
0: No, no. Cause I had a lot of fun with this movie. I mean, yeah. Right. Were-
1: it's just a decent watch.
0: It's, it, it, it's something I think everybody would get enjoyment out of because there there's enough gore there where you enjoy it. Yeah. Um. You know, it's not exploit exploit exploitative, whatever you want to say. It, it doesn't seem to me. And the only nudity you see is that dick exploding, and it's a half. Yeah, second it's not in. even a real
1: dick. So. <laughs> yeah, and
0: it's and it's all over them. At least uh, I don't think it's a
1: real dick. My God.
0: I hope no, not. not. That that would hurt.
1: That would hurt. Yeah. But um, no, overall, I mean, it's just nice to see a good anthology. Like, yeah. I would. This could be like an honorable mention if you are making like a top ten. A par. well, last year it might have been the on the top ten because it wasn't much. But
0: yeah, that's true. I mean, again, I. And I'd I, like
1: to see more of this. Uh, I might go back and watch that Babysitter Murders.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, I thought this director has. I don't know how much other stuff he's done. He looked like he did some TV, some Teen Wolf, uh, the MTV
0: one. Yeah. Some people like. He, he's
2: well,
0: do, that short yeah then. he yeah he's doing a he's doing um there's a series like 25 or 50 states of death or something like that Sam Raimi's producing it and I oh, think okay. he did two episodes of that so I'm gonna try yeah. to find that but yeah I'd love to see a short his short film of the babysitting baby a real,
1: is it a short or a real I think it's a feature film it's a it's short.
0: short yeah it's oh, a short okay.
2: Yeah, fun story. Uh, I used to teach high school and my first year teaching, we had career day and, uh, the, and the professional people were assigned to your classroom. It's not like you got to choose. Uh, so when they emailed out the list of who, who was gonna be in which teacher's room, I had a mortician. And I was like, boy, do these guys know me or what? <laughs> so uh, His name was Mr. Gray, which I thought was hilarious. And he had, I mean, I could have made a movie about this guy because his name was Mr. Gray. He had zero personality. I mean, you could Mr. have said he was like dead himself. Um, but you wouldn't believe how cram-packed my classroom was for all four of the sessions during career day. I think it, I think it was the most popular one. I had like 50 kids crammed into my classroom for each session and they just wanted, I mean... He didn't, he didn't even seem to want to talk about anything, you know, morbid or gory. He seemed to really want to talk about the business end of being an undertaker and what it's like, what's involved in planning a funeral. The kids were having none of that. They oh. just wanted to know, tell us cool stories about dead bodies. Oh my
0: gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> morbid and, curiosity.
2: <laughs> well, and I was trying to be the adult in the room and be like, guys, guys, but honestly, I, I just wanted to know the same thing, but he, <laughs> exactly. He was hesitant to go into too much detail about that, but um, he did say, like, the, the grossest thing that he ever encountered was um, a person who had been deceased for a long time and was up in, like, a, a hot attic for an indeterminate amount of time, and uh, the kids were really grossed out by that, as was I, but, uh, you know, I think they got what I was looking for, but um, that's, that's an experience that I had.